Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back into our multiverse. The old man and the boy. Episode 11, underway. Here we go. Jalen here. And the old man, Damon. So for this week's episode, to start out, I'm going to get into the pro wrestling talk a little bit early. To, uh, to, as of right now, tomorrow is the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. And then, you know, not just that, just stuff around the wrestling business, but... Wrestling world. So as of right now, for Hell in a Cell, there's only five matches announced for the card. <laughs> and it's and it's tomorrow? Yes. And there's five. Ooh, okay. Three of them That's are Hell matches. in a Cell matches. Okay, well, so three, I'll, damn. Right. So I'll knock out the other two matches out of the way. Um, Otis is going to take on The Miz, and whoever wins will get the Money in the Bank contract. Yeah, Judge JBL said, you know, that <sighs> that segment he has was to put it on the line. You know, I mean, to their credit, they knew it was ridiculous, so they pretty much just went all out with cameos from Ron Simmons, JBL, Teddy Long. I will say Don't. that my favorite thing about this segment was that it was called Law and Otis. Yes, like that cracked Law me and up. Otis. But just the whole thing was it was stupid. Yeah. I mean, anytime that somebody wins the briefcase and then you take it from them is stupid. Like, you gave it to them. Just let him cash in. And I said, as we're watching it, I'm like, just have him go cash in on Roman tonight. <laughs> and he can yeah, lose. Just you lose know, it. Just lose it. Don't I, I wasn't a fan of him getting it in else. the first place because of dangers of something like this. Where yeah, because it didn't really make sense. Yeah, because I'm like, you're not going to allow him. push Otis like that, right? Yep. They weren't going to allow him to win, so... And then our other match, Jeff Hardy versus Elias. Just normal one-on-one match. Elias's first match back since making his return. He had an amazing concert on Monday Night Raw. Was it actually amazing? Or it, was, it was sarcastic? amazing. And, and his new album's coming out Okay, pretty right. soon. Nice, nice. The only thing about this match is I feel... and I, I mean, I hope I'm wrong. Not that I don't like Jeff Hardy, but it's like Elias is back. Yes. You, do we want to push him or not? Then yeah, he I am has to 100% win. with you. Yeah, then he 100%. has to win. But, you know, I'm afraid because of the way they even, you know, brought him back and ma- made it seem like he can't watch TV and had no idea that it wasn't oh, Jeff gosh. Hardy that did that in the first place, that I feel like they're going to let Jeff Hardy win. And it's just, yeah, you know, but, you know, whatever. I mean, do I care that much? Like he yeah. said, hopefully they prove us wrong. Yeah, exactly. Go Elias. And then we get into our Hell in a Cell matches for the show. The SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus Sasha Banks. Should be awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited for that match. And then you have Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton going at it once again inside Hell in a Cell for the WWE Championship. And you know what's sad? Like, that's probably the least, you know, exciting one or intriguing one out mm-hmm. of the three because, you know, Sasha and Bailey, they've been kind of hinting at this for such a long time yeah their feud and everybody knows what kind of match they could put on but now they're going to be in the cell and then the other one that you're about to say i'll let you go ahead and say it (laughs) the one you're referring to roman reigns versus jay uso for the universal championship which is an i quit match inside hell in a cell and the stipulation if so if jay uso wins then you know he's universal champion but roman told him that if Jay quits, then him and his brother have to, quote, fall in line. And 
acknowledge Roman as the tribal chief like they want him to. And if they don't, then Jey Uso and Jimmy Uso, their families, their wives and children, they're all kicked from the the family, the tribe. Yeah, so see, that's like just this interesting, great little story that they're telling. Even though everybody knows like Roman's going to win. Like, yes. Really, the only thing is, is he going to quit and then acknowledge? Or is he not? Like, that's the only thing yeah. that you're trying to figure out. Are we going to get one a... What are they going to do? Is this going to turn into a faction with these three? Yeah. Or are they just going to... You know, the tr- they got their tribe. The tribe that, is going to cool. turn their back on the Usos, like Roman was saying. Yeah, so then it makes the Drew and Randy Orton one. It's like, doesn't that one have to be the first out of the three that they put on? Yeah, there's no way it could be the main event, right? No. There's no way. No, but, you know, I mean, obviously, there's a way. It's WWE. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's but a way, but there be. shouldn't be. But, I, I, I mean, I like all of those matches, but... The it's still crazy I think the Hell in a Cell matches should be very good. They all, I mean, Drew and Randy, we've seen them go at it. They've had matches I've enjoyed. I think that should be good. Roman and Jay, the story going into this match has been great. And, you know, you're just in, interested to see what the Usos will do because you know who's going to win already. And then Bailey, Sasha, just this slow build that's been going on. Mm-hmm. It's just the payoff should be great. And then, like you said about the Roman thing, like usually I don't like when you know when someone's going to win. But if the story is really good, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. matter. Or, I mean, two things, the story, but also the match. Yeah. Because if the, you know, sometimes. Did you like, ever oh, check out their know. first match at Clash? I did not. Oh. I'm slacking. I've been <laughs> slacking on stuff lately when it, when it comes to wrestling, like. You know, I just I watched SmackDown with the event day because it was on early for us, actually. Mm-hmm. So I was actually watching it and I was just thinking, oh, I, I really haven't watched in such a long time. Yeah. And I missed, you know, I missed Clash because of the football game. So, well, no, that's what's going to happen this Sunday, huh? It Let's is. Yeah, about that. because they because they will get into they flex the Seahawks game. We'll get into that later. So, yeah, I'm not even going to watch Hell in a Cell. Now that I, I know we're going to. Damn, I'm going to be behind on my wrestling. No, granted. <laughs> I will miss pretty much anything for the Seahawks game. <laughs> Kids' <laughs> birth. Sorry, Jalen. I wasn't there for you, but the Hawks were on. Just kidding. I was there, people. <laughs> I, I was wondering. I was like, huh? <laughs> you, you wouldn't know. I was like, oh, damn. Is this true? No, I was there. Ask your mother. The room seemed a little empty. You were huge. When I came out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, huh? Yeah. This is all? This is my welcoming party? Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and then moving on from Hell in a Cell, NXT is... Halloween Havoc episode is this Wednesday. So, you know, a couple of matches they announced. I talked about last week, the North American title and women's title match. They also announced, one I forgot to write down was uh, Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez. That just popped into my head. They're doing that. No stipulation nice of that nice. one, just a normal one. Just two. Oh, I was going to say beasts. I mean, well, they are. Well, yeah. Beasts of the women's not, division. Not in a mean way. I yeah, they're, yeah, they're like... They just run through all the women yeah. if they, if you know, this was real. <laughs> and then they announced Cameron Grimes is going to take on Dexter Loomis. That's why I a, saw that picture that I saw on Twitter. I'm like, what is this? In a haunted house of terrors match. Okay. Spooky. <laughs> yeah, I'd be fine with it, but I'm like, <laughs> but why those two? Like, well, I mean, they've ever since Dexter's coming back, they've been. 
Yeah, but I just mean like that match. Does that oh. match have anything to do with either one of their kind of characters? You know what I mean? Well, Dexter, yeah. Dexter's character is pretty creepy, pretty much. You remember when he kidnapped members yeah, of the Undisputed Era? Yeah, but they didn't show what he did. He never that. talks. He always stares. Right. But that's what I'm saying. It's like if they did like just little vignettes or something to, you know, show that. They he's... did it before when okay. he first arrived. All right. I just missed him. I don't know. Was the Patriot talking about when he was staring at Grimes? Behind the no, door? no, no. It was like a drawing. And I I want to say like oh. he had his Cameron Grimes head ripped off in his hand. It was like some ah. drawing. And I was like, yeah. what? Uh, so the tor the to tortured be... artist. There we go. Dexter Lewis. I don't know. I didn't really look at it that much. I don't care too much about either one of them at this particular time. I love Cameron so, Grimes. You know. <laughs> I care about Cameron Grimes so a lot. So things He's pop great. up on my feed and I kind of glance at it and then I just keep going. Yeah. And then on this past NXT, we had the return of Pat McAfee. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So this past NXT, they were supposed to have a tag team title match between Brizango against Undisputed Era. So throughout the night, uh, so Bobby Fish gets taken out of the match. Someone attacks him backstage. No one, no one saw. No one knows who it was. So Kyle O'Reilly, he's the only other one there with uh roddy so he's clear to take his place all right all right so then later on they find roddy knocked out like just laying like in a doorway or something so again you they think after one of your guys get attacked you would stick together i, I it might have been my, like a bathroom or something so yeah, roddy might have had to go to the bathroom yeah, bathroom buddy <laughs> bathroom buddy gotta have a bathroom buddy everyone's gotta have a bathroom buddy yeah so roddy was taken out and so william Regal decided to give or Kyle O'Reilly uh, requested that Oni and Birch take their places in the title match. So they have the match, and later on, I believe Fandango was on the top rope. Masked Man comes up, pushes him off. The ref doesn't see. So then Lorcan and Birch win the match on Tyler Breeze. They hit their finisher. And ta-da, Pat McAfee takes off the mask. And it's him. And now Lorcan and Birch are <laughs> and the it's tag him. champions. You should have said the masked man takes off his mask and it's Pat McAfee. You know, no, just... Pat takes off his mask and it's him. Yeah. <laughs> Pat takes off his Pat mask and it's Pat. It's Pat. What? Who would have seen that coming? But yeah. So yeah, very interesting. It was, you know, obviously he hasn't crossed my mind in like the wrestling world ever since the match. <laughs> Yeah, and you know he did. You know he's always uh, on YouTube with his Pat McAfee show. Yeah, so and he's that talking. happened. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, you know, he's doing his thing now. And then I'm like, oh, he's back. Forgot about that. Guy. I didn't see that coming. And he messed with the Undisputed Era. So yeah, that's not finished yet. Yeah, no. So that would be. Cool. Yeah, I saw that little, just that ending on the Twitter. I saw he after the show went on the air. He cut a promo to the crowd afterwards. It was it was not bad. All right, all right. So, yeah, and then a good amount of stuff in AEW to talk about. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, what, let's get that out of the I way. I even know, you know some of this stuff. I actually know about some of this and stuff. And you watched some of it. I did. I... The musical with MJF and Chris Jericho. Okay, you go ahead and you give your thing, and then you know how I like to rant so, and ramble. So, last week they had decided to go to dinner together pretty much and so they're talking or whatever and mjf is trying to explain why they should work together 
and they start singing, basically. That's pretty much the rundown of it. Yeah, but your opinion. My opinion? I thought I was entertained by it. It made me laugh. I thought it was funny. I, you know, I understand why it seems ridiculous. And so I totally understand people seeing it and going, what the heck? And especially because if it was WWE, people would just oh yeah they'd go kill it. crazy it wouldn't matter who it is they would yeah kill it. exactly they would just be like vince has gone mad yeah he's gone crazy but because you know it's obviously like a jericho idea yeah everybody loves it okay so i love jericho and most of the stuff he does is awesome mm-hmm. i didn't like this and i try to go back because i haven't been watching i saw it on twitter and i heard people talking about it i don't mean i didn't watch it on twitter i just saw that it happened and i'm like what so I'm like, okay, before I watch this, I need to go back. What led up to this? And I even asked you. You were telling me how him and MJF have kind of been, you know, Interacting. doing this little thing. So then I watched the anniversary one where Jericho invited him. And that, so I told you, I didn't want to watch the musical without a little bit of perspective because then yeah. I thought that if I didn't like it, I'd be like, well, I'm missing something. So I went back. But that anniversary, uh, the promo that MJF did, I hated it. Like, I hated it with a passion. I don't like that guy. And not like, oh, he's doing his job because you don't like him. No, I just think he sucks. I don't think he's good on the mic. I think he's just really lame and he just basically tried to copy Jericho most of that promo anyway. That made it worse for me. When I Then when the musical thing happened, I was like, okay, this guy, is dumb <laughs> like and i'm a fan of i don't want to say i'm a fan of musicals I, I mean i like some musicals but like when you watch award shows and people bust into musicals and stuff mm-hmm. as long as they're funny like when uh the guy who does family guy seth mcfarland oh like when he busts into his oh it's hilarious it's awesome this was not hilarious they didn't say anything funny it wasn't like great lines or anything it it was just stupid I'm like, okay, if it was funny and good, like it, people like it because they didn't expect it. And that's great. And they took a chance and I have no problem. Mm-hmm. I really don't have a problem with it. You know, take a chance, do your thing. It's fine. Yeah. And I, and it got my attention. And I told you that before I watched it, like, look, I'm intrigued. So I'm going to watch it. So I went and watched it. So they succeeded. It, it doesn't matter if people liked it or disliked it. Yeah. They went to watch it. And, and I did, I went and I watched it. But I didn't like it. <laughs> and I don't like MJF at all. I don't. And maybe I just got to see him wrestle more. But him mm-hmm. on the mic, I don't. I'm like, what are people seeing this guy? He's not funny. He's not. He's not good. He doesn't do any. He. There's, you know, there's drawing a reaction like, oh, I hate that guy because he's so good. Or I just don't like him. You know, like I said to you, he's like John Cena. He's really some people love John Cena. And it's his, it's his delivery. There we go. It's mm-hmm. how he does it. Like, I don't like it. It's boring and lame and just, yeah. Like when he was doing the whole, oh, you know, he would say, uh, I want to join the. Oh, when he was like nervous. Trying to. Inner child ask. trying to come out or whatever he was doing. I'm like, that was so stupid and so badly done. But yeah. Anyways, I didn't like it, <laughs> but it got my attention. It got me to watch. Mm-hmm. And. You know, I still love Jericho, and yeah, whatever. yeah, Jericho's Jericho. But yeah, and if WWE would have done something like that, everybody would 
have lost their yeah. absolute minds 100%. in a negative way. Unfortunately. It's, it's wrestling. Just, Everybody does stupid stuff. That one was stupid. That's just how, <laughs> rest, it's how wrestling fans are. Oh. And then... So all fans are. All fans. <laughs> so on, that, uh, on this episode, you had the Young Bucks becoming the number one contenders for the tag titles. They will have their match with FTR at the Full Gear pay-per-view. A match they had, you know, oh, yeah. was it years ago, that one tweet they put out? Mm-hmm. Where one day we'll face the revival and everyone will rejoice. It's it's happening. It's happening. People. I know, I actually oh, really want to see that match. I know, me too. And then they also made the world title match. They're going to have John Moxley defend against Eddie Kingston. Do you know Eddie Kingston? Nope. He was a guy. He's been on the independent scene for. He was a guy. He was a. <laughs> I should just out there. He, he looked like a man. Anyway, he's been on the independent scene for a while, and a lot of people like him for. He has like this brawler, I guess. I guess hardcore okay. type of style to him, and people like his promos, the way he talks, and yeah. his like you know him and Moxie are similar, and they have like tough guy personas, so they're gonna fight in an I Quit match. Oh, at full gear right. so that should be pretty interesting i'll have to check so yeah out. see see what's up with that guy mm-hmm. and then they had the tournament underway they had the a tournament to determine the next no more contender for the world championship so kenny omega won his match came out with his new entrance and all that yes actually it was on there when i was watching the uh the dinner, the musical dinner, and I was gonna watch it, but I just forgot. I wanted to see. He was actually supposed to face Joey Janela, but I guess this one wrestler outside of AEW tested positive for COVID, and Janela had been hanging out with him, yeah, or something like that around that time. So they pulled him. Damn COVID! So he uh, took on Sunny Kiss instead and won. It's okay. I don't. I mean, as long as long as he. Would it be either one of those yeah. guys? I'm fine. It was great. He basically, I'm pretty sure it was just pretty much a squash. I'm hoping that now we see, because, you know, I've said that I think that Kenny Omega and Hangman haven't delivered since they've been, you know, in AEW since this whole thing started. And now I'm hoping since they're, you know, they split up and they're kind of, they're doing their own thing. Kenny Omega's got a new entrance. Like, all right. Let's, I loved it. it was- let's see. You know, Hilarious. you guys take off now. Yeah. So then around the the tournament, Wardlow defeated Jungle Boy. Wardlow was the one who... You remember how MJF had, like, his bodyguard? That big dude? I think so. Yeah, it's a, he took on Cody in their first cage match. Okay. Yeah, so that guy. He's in the tournament. He defeated Jungle Boy in the first round. Uh. Hangman defeated Colcabana. And so Hangman's going to take on Coke. Wardlow in the next round. So those are the things that do that also drive me crazy about AEW. I know, like Coke Cabana has this following because you know of what how he never really maybe WWE did him wrong. I I don't know, mm-hmm. but why is he there? <laughs> Not only why is he there? Why is he in that tournament? Like he can be. Know. There. He's on TV a lot, so I don't. It, yeah, and that's another one of their issues. He shouldn't be. No, he. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not. No. Nope. And then carry on, sir. They had Ray Phoenix and uh, 
his lucha bro, Penta El Cero, were taking on each other in the first round. Ray Phoenix actually won, but he got injured during the match, and the doctors decided that he couldn't compete, so they pulled him from the tournament. So his, his lucha brother, Penta El Cero, will take on Omega in the next round instead of Ray. I wonder if that's legit. So I think it is. Mm, I'm, I'm pretty certain. And then I think, well, the, okay, so they had uh, in the match where the Young Bucks won, Alex Reynolds of the Dark Order got knocked out during the match, so that was just pretty scary. It seemed like he's all right. Afterwards, he was able to so get up was, and walk so away. So that's what you were talking about earlier? Yes. So it was one of the Bucks that did it to him? No. It was it was a four-way tag match. Oh, got it. It was got it, got it, got it. a member of Private Party. They were oh, doing okay. a double team. And yeah, I told you, they did the leg drop in. His thigh Just landed, on, landed his on his head. head yeah, pretty much. You know, it is funny that, you know, you see leg drops, elbow drops, splashes all the time. And you're just like, man, all it takes is just a little bit too much in one direction. Yeah. And it could be a really bad thing. And it just so happened that this happened on you know, live TV. Mm-hmm. You know, luckily he sounds okay, so hopefully it's not too serious. It's a good thing it wasn't like one of those ones, you know, how somebody will hit a leg drop and then move over and then somebody like splash. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like, I'm glad it wasn't something like that. That would have been really bad. The dude's knocked out and then he gets splashed too. Ugh. But yeah, for pro wrestling, that's all I got. All right. So. so manana. Yes. All right, all right. Up next, what? Start talking about the NFL. All right, all right. Here's what's our review of our recap of week six. There was no Seahawks game this week. They were on the bye. So now. Getting healthy. For all you people, we get to focus focus on all of your other teams this week. Yeah, your guys' teams. Yeah, I know. We got to talk about your guys' teams. There's some really good teams out there still. There are. Like the Tennessee Titans. Going to overtime against the Texans, pulling out the win. Yeah, that, that was, was a crazy game. From good what game, I saw, good game. You got that's and Henry went what 90, 94 yards 94 or something yards. like that on a run. I was gonna say ninety one, but I think it's because I keep seeing that Twitter thing. You, you see, uh, every time that somebody does something now, like Chad Johnson is talking about their match. Oh yeah, going yeah, yeah. Up. I'm like, uh-huh. why is it always Chad Johnson or Chad Ocho Cinco, whatever we're gonna call Ocho Cinco? Like, why is he the one who's always doing it? Like, I don't to, know. You need to do his radio, and, and it's always those things are always in my feed. So I, it it kept putting his showing his speed at ninety one. So I keep thinking it was a ninety one yard run because of that yeah. stupid video. I'm like, no, that's not right. I'm sure it wasn't. 91. It was more. Damn it. And then poor Joe Burrow losing to the Colts 31 to 27. Oh, poor Joe Even Burrow. though they got off to a 21 to nothing start. I know. We're sitting there like, man, we picked the Colts. I'm like, And then we're like, hold on a second. Actually, no, you were like Burrow. And I was like, hold on. Just hold the fort. Pump the brake. Yeah. And sure enough, they choked. Unfortunately for Burrow. I'm sure Burrow was <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get my second win. I'm the man. I mean, he's playing good though. They he should, is. They should be feeling good. Keep. But I, keep I saw losing. they had like one of the last drives. Burrow threw a pick at the end. Yeah, but you know, I, I have to see it again. I don't remember if it was just like a bad pass or what happened. Miscommunication but, or something. Yeah. And then the Falcons. Oh my goodness! 
picking up their first win against the Vikings. This is the week I was finally like, okay, I'm before I was like, they're going to get their first win at some point. Right. But then this week I was like, no, they're not going to do it. Yeah, And we forgot that and Kirk then, Cousin, even though I totally hate Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousin is, is worse. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Like Kirk. Worst version. He was awful. What in the heck is happening here? Carry on. <laughs> yeah, Kirk Cousins was awful this game. And yeah, Falcons took advantage, obviously. They dropped 40. And Matt Ryan this played week. good. Give him his credit when he deserved he it. He had his best game. But hey, still sucks. He does, but <laughs> they finally got the first win after they got rid of Dan Quinn. Who would have thought they'll play big? Didn't, isn't that what happened well, with uh, the Texans? Yeah. They won their first game. and then But they, then they started losing then again. They, so. Yep, then they lost. Same thing happened to the Falcons. Actually, I don't know. I have no idea who they play. We'll get to that soon enough. Yeah. So then the Broncos able to pick up a win against the Patriots. Yeah. Broncos had Drew Locke back this week, so that, that clearly helped. Yeah, we we didn't. Well, I didn't pick that. I don't think I picked it either. But Denver I think got. think thought about it. The Broncos scored. Scored with only field goals the entire game. Not one touchdown. That's all they needed. All they needed. The leg of whoever their kicker is. I yes. forgot. Is it that Mag McManus guy? McNet Mc Oh yeah, yeah, know. yeah. It is McManus. Yeah. Brandon McManus. I just wasn't sure if it was still him. Yeah. Who knows the kickers these days? Yeah. I like and then track of every kicker. You had America's Norm Johnson. America's Norm Johnson still kick? I'm just kidding. I don't know who that is. Uh, he used to kick for the Seahawks, then he would kick for the Steelers. Ah. So don't tell me I'm not a Seahawks fan. I remember freaking Norm Johnson. Remember uh, Ruben Rodriguez? He was a punter. <laughs> People used to make fun of him because I swear one time he kicked it backwards. Wow, that's mm -hmm. impressive. Mm -hmm. I would be praising him for that. Like, oh, that takes some skill. Look it up, people. And then Rufus you had... Porter. Now I'm just going to start naming old Seahawk players. Start <laughs> interrupt everything. Every time you say a team, I'm just going to name an old team. I'm trying to talk about the Washington football team, man. I'm trying to. What should have been the primetime game this week, the Redskins <laughs> and the Giants, going down oh. to the wire, a one-point victory by the Giants somehow. Yuck. What an upset. I, I thought for sure your football team was going to win. Yeah, I, I don't have anything to say about that game. Good. Good for Daniel the, Jones was the leading rusher for the, for the Giants. G-Men to get Which, a, I mean, I'm going to laugh at Daniel Jones later when we talk about the Thursday night game. They didn't play the for football For week seven. Team. Uh, yeah. Moving on. And then this game was surprisingly close. Michael Jackson, he played for the Seahawks. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson played for the Seahawks? Yeah, we had a Michael Jackson. On what team. position did he play? You know, I forgot. Ah. I want to say linebacker. Uh, I forgot. Which, I forgot what Michael Jackson played. Damn it! I should have named him. Because now everybody's like, "You don't even remember what position he played." And I'm like, "Damn it! You're right. I forgot." Patrick Hunter, he was cornerback. Back <laughs> off, Blair Bush, center. I'm not looking any of this up, people. Not I'm right just, now, anyway. Because if I was, then I would know what position Michael Jackson played. I just forgot. I just remember being young and being like, "Hey, we got Michael Jackson on our team." Yeah, I knew it wasn't that Michael Jackson. You sure? I wasn't that stupid. I was pretty stupid. Oh. Okay, carry on. And then, can I? Yeah, no, I'm just going to continue to <laughs> all right, all right. randomly name. Fred Young! <laughs> and then you up. had the Ravens actually barely beating the Eagles 30-28. to 28. Carson Wentz actually making that a game. Yeah, they were destroying him. Uh-huh. And we were saying, oh, they're about to bench him. It's going to happen. He had but to then... play good, but then he 
brought him back and saved like, his wow. job. And then they called like a RPO when they had a go for two at the end to tie it. Mm-hmm. That was an interesting play call. Hey, they got you know. sacked. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Don't look it up. He got sacked. Don't look it, it up. It was terrible. Don't look it up, he said. He doesn't want you to see that he was wrong. No. And then you, oh boy, the Browns just getting absolutely demolished oh, by the Steelers. I was like, oh, the Browns. Stupid. I think this was the first time I picked the Browns, or at least in a minute. I was like, I think the Browns are going to win this one. Oh my God. Okay. So but, we just have to realize anytime they're playing a good football team, they're yeah, going to lose. lose. When they play, you know, an okay team or a team with a losing record, yes, you can pick them. But if, if they're playing a good team, nah. 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 Not at all. It was, it was ugly for the Browns. Ah, Baker. And then did you he, oh, had. Did, did he actually get benched or did they just take him out because it was over? Like, did we well, they might have taken him out, out because he, he had the rib he had injury. The rib injury. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's why they took him out. I couldn't, because I remember you saying they they benched him, and then I forgot to kind of look it up. Like, was this about his play, or was it just like the game's over and there's no reason to keep him out? There I think anymore. they were just like he's not playing good, and you know he's not a hundred percent. So got it, got it. It didn't help that he was taking all those hits. So then the Chicago Bears. Beat the Panthers 23 to 16. I know we finally picked the Panthers and give them credit, but we did say, you know, either guy because we like Foles and we like Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. So but it was still, close. Like, it was a bit Foles, of a close game. Again, I like Foles, but he will go <laughs> stretches where you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. He, it's almost like Eli in a way. Like he'll throw a couple passes that you're just like, what in the world are you doing? Or if like throw off his back foot. Yeah, and he could have thrown it away, but for some reason, you know. But then he'll do other things that you're like, man. You see why, you know. We, I mean, I don't want to say you see why he won a Super Bowl because some people would be like, no, I don't see how he won a Super Bowl. Nick Foles, I'm talking about on that one, but uh, yeah, you'll see why teams can have confidence in him, but then mm-hmm. you can also see exactly why they don't. Why they don't? <laughs> oh, Nick. It was enough to get the job done this week. Yep, and Seth Rollins loves that. He loves football for another week. Yeah, this week he loves football. So then Detroit Lions picking up a win against the Jaguars. I mean, Jaguars, yeah. That was a toss-up. I'm sure I probably picked the Jaguars just because I can never really pick the Lions, but it's not like I'm surprised. And then, oh, Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Big old zero on the scoreboard this week. They got <sighs> shut out twenty-four to zero by the Dolphins. And okay, and there's already yeah. talk that that there's—I don't know who they are. I just saw an article about it, and then I was kind of thinking, I was just agreeing with it, and it was just the headline. I didn't read the whole article, but it was basically saying that people are advising Trevor Lawrence to not, not go to yeah, the Jets. just come back. Yeah, comes in for another year, or just tell them that he refuses to play for them. So what everyone is saying, and like Roddy White said something. Mark, yeah, Mark oh, Sanchez said something. Don't do it. Oh, that's so funny, Mark Sanchez. Yeah, said. Mark Sanchez said something. Oh, that's awesome. He was. I think he said something like he's on a team that's better than the Jets right now. Oh yeah, no so. question. And usually I don't say that. Usually it's like there's no way you can say a college team is better than an NFL team because an NFL team has, you know. 
the best of the college players. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, whereas a college team, even the best usually, you know, they still have positions and areas yeah. where it's not up to, you know, snuff or whatever. But yeah, in this case, I, the, I'm going to have to agree. Awful. And then this was a surprising game with the Buccaneers and the Packers. Buccaneers just blew them out 38 to 10. And it looked, at first, it looked like, oh, the Packers are going to have their way. And then all yeah, of a sudden. Because what? They scored on the, like, the it was, first drive? Yeah, it was 10 to nothing, right? And then Rodgers threw that yes. pick six. Uh-huh. And just and you're just like, whoa. changed. And then he threw another one. Yeah, and they were making then, that big deal of, you know, he hasn't thrown one in however many passes. And then he threw another one. Oh, gosh. One. <laughs> and then it was like, two out, of, two out of his last three passes have been picks. That, that's not a, a MVP type of game, you know. If I had to say something about it, oh, and it's funny that you say that because then that's what everybody was saying, like, "Oh, it's so yeah. good for Russell Wilson." Like, look, yes, we picked Wilson to be the MVP, but let's just calm down. I mean, where <laughs> he's played was no, the Packers had the bye, so that's five games. Yeah. Russ has only played five games. Like, I'm not going to sit there every time one player has a bad game and be like, "That was so good for." Russ's, you know, MVP uh, candidacy. Like, look, if Russ just keeps playing good and the Seahawks keep winning, it doesn't matter what anybody else does. Yeah. So calm that talk just down, funny. people. But yeah, it was just like the Buccaneers offense, like didn't have to do anything for the most part. The defense <clears throat> just. Yeah. And then we'll get to, you know, what the Bucks and, you know, going back again, what the Dolphins did. You mm-hmm. know, when and- we talk about our previews yes. for next week. So then the division game, the Sunday night game, the Niners coming out on top against the Rams. No, I will. I thank the Niners for that. Yes. You know, I thought for sure the Rams were going to win. Me too. But I'm glad that the Niners won because... Garoppolo actually came to play this game. He was not... He must have been fully healthy. Yeah. He must have been ready this time. But yeah, no, I'm uh, glad to see that. That helps the Seahawks. I'm more worried about, you know, the division than I am like Russ's MVP candidacy yeah. or where and more than just the division getting the number one seed, even though, you know, I've said before, they're probably going to end up adding a couple weeks at the end. So everybody mm-hmm. gets buys. So it's not going to be as important, but the home fields, maybe they'll allow fans, even though they're not for the Hawks yet. Did you see that all those people get mad about that. I'm like, who cares? I didn't you, even see it. You I just saw going? that. It, <laughs> I just saw that they, you know, said no fans. So I'm like, Oh, okay, whatever. I know that but, I, you know, I, I like to look at comments. You know, people say never look at comments, but I think it's funny. I do sometimes with like, I don't know, some posts I'm like, let me see. But then another post I'm like, eh. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't would really love, think to. Yeah, we really need to say our Twitter Twitter handles on this so people can can comment because I would love to see comments, even if they're yeah. bad and people want to, you know, talk about you guys suck or whatever. That's fine. I, I, I want to. I'm interested though. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to argue with you on Twitter. It's fine. I it doesn't bother I me. I don't remember. Let me see. But, check uh, mine. Well, we'll say it here in a little bit. But uh, anyways, like I we saw say it people, at the end. Yeah, I saw people. Um, then, but what was I talking about? I was the home game being. Kept. Yeah. Uh, no fans. People I mean. are so mad. Like you guys are so stupid. All these other teams—they're doing it in California, and they have a higher rate of COVID. And da 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 da. And I'm like, you know, they do it by, you know, I mean, there's, it's probably going to just be season ticket holders, right? Yeah. So, but even then, it's still only like 25. percent So the odds of it being you if are that. still slim. So 
Why are you getting all bent out of shape about it? You can just watch it from home with all your peeps and get all the food you want and not have to pay a billion dollars. And yeah, granted, it's not the same, but just who cares? Like when they announce it and you can go be happy. And if until then, why are you whining about it? Just shut up, people. Anyways. So then we had another two set of Monday Night Football game. You had the Chiefs. Down Franco bills, Harris played for the Seahawks at the end of his career for one season. He sucked balls. All right. <laughs> that was random. I told you. I'm keeping coming. We weren't talking about the Seahawks or like the Steelers Dan or McGuire, anything. John Freeze, Kelly Stoffer. Freeze. All ex-quarterbacks. Chiefs uh, in there before Le'Veon Bell form. We'll see how... That affects uh, Edwards Hilaire. They're like, we don't need you. Edwards yet. Hilaire tried to have the game of his life against the Bills. So <laughs> Le'Veon doesn't eat into his carries. He's like, please, no. Well, I mean, they shouldn't have signed him anyways. But, yeah, I'm glad that he did that because, just like you said, it's like, you know, they don't need to give Le'Veon too many carries. No, not at all. I mean, you want to see what he's got. You want to see if he still has something. I don't, I don't want to say he doesn't have anything, but... He doesn't have enough to where he should be taking his job. Yeah. In my yeah. opinion. So I'm glad he had that game. Maybe, it, like you said, it, it'll help him to breathe easier. But good win by the, the Chiefs. I thought for the Bills, you know, it could have been a, a real good chance for them to say, we are, you know, legit. I don't, mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're going to the playoffs, but are they a legit jo- Josh Allen has had a, his struggles the past couple of weeks. Yeah, he's starting. So, you know, to, are they legit which contenders? I, mean, I don't think so. But that could have made like me literally think up until this point, he's been great. Like there's hasn't really been anything you could pick at and be like, he's so bad here and here. Yeah, but like, he it's just the past couple of games. It's just been like you know, and it happens. People yes. struggle. And then the last uh, recap: Cardinals blowing out the Cowboys, thirty-eight to ten. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Again, we were hoping Dallas could have, you know, beat Dallas the Cardinals. defense was but awful. But I didn't see that coming. I mean, I didn't see that happening. I mean, yeah, Dalton was awful. And Dalton, yeah. No Dalton real. didn't help. Like, the defense did not help him at all. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. All right, we done with the recap? Yeah, that's about it for the recap. And now we'll get into our preview, preview. of week seven. <laughs> Joe Nash. Chef Bryant, Jacob Green. I mean, those are easy, though. Those are defensive <laughs> line legends. I didn't know. You know. I knew you were going to say someone. I didn't know you were going to come out with a Three. handful. Just, just drop them. Just em. going deep into your bag. Michael Sinclair. You know? I mean, uh, come on. So, the Thursday come night on. game for this week happened. Oh, Daniel Jones. <laughs> yes. You know, my, I, I oh, mean, my literally, like, I couldn't So, I can't real quick, I will it. say Philadelphia – Barely beat the Giants, actually, 22 to 21. And when oh, when I goodness. went to sleep, the Giants were in control and the game they should uh-huh. have won the game. And then, you know, Daniel Jones did throw a pretty nice pass. I saw on Twitter the next morning that Evan Ingram should have caught but but didn't catch. Maybe that could have, you know, won them the game. I don't know, but no one cares about the result. No. Everyone cares about Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Finding a way to make a good thing awful. He's they're deep in their territory. He takes, a, I think it was like a read option. The whole field is wide open. No one is going to touch him. He's like reaching speeds like faster than Lamar Jackson. 
no one's gonna what? catch Wait, him. I, was that a joke or did he? no or it was like right up there at least oh that's because they tracked like uh his miles per hour and it was like right up there with lamar jackson oh that's hilarious and then he gets face, to like 80 yards his face he's running as hard as he changed. can and he just falls to the ground and he gets touched man his face was cracking me up he looked like he was in so much pain and agony he's getting like so red <laughs> oh, he did not God. think he was that fast yeah i mean got, nobody did no and then i mean you saw that one uh corner was it 31 he was giving yeah, uh -huh. up on the play he was slowing down and giving up but if he could have seen daniel jones's face he would have known oh you know, I mean, well, he would have known he was just going to fall. <laughs> and so maybe maybe he did. Maybe he was seeing his face on the Jumbotron and was like, oh, he ain't going to make it. And I can just ease up. Because, yeah, he his just body just oh gave out. Did you see all those edits? Someone made an edit of, like, wrestlers doing their finishers to Daniel Jones. There was, like, a curb stomp. There was an RKO. There, the Dudley Boys giving him that. 3D. That's awesome. I'm going to have to it look that up. It was hilarious. Oh my gosh. I mean, seriously. That just, was that's already like the highlight of this whole week. People were saying like it was worse than the butt fumble and all that, which it wasn't. I mean no, the butt fumble is one of but, the worst things you can ever see in your life. But it was still oh really my bad. Gosh. I was laughing so hard, Daniel. And Jones. then the fact that they end up losing. Like if they would have won, at least you could have just, you know, laughed and people could have said, Well, they've got their second win and they're in the you know, top of the division. Yeah, they're top. tied. You know what I mean? Like but they didn't, and so now it's just like that happened, and you guys still. I just said like Daniel, Daniel Jones can do anything right. No, literally, you give him all that space, he just has to get to the end zone. Nope, he found and a then way to screw it up. They're up twenty-one <laughs> to ten. He does that, they lose the game. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, I mean, I'm starting to feel sorry for him. Like, and I don't like him. And now I'm starting to feel sorry for him. So maybe uh, I feel bad for him because he shouldn't have been picked where up. he was. Yeah, that's true. I, you know, my hatred for him is just because they pushed Eli out for him. And I know people hate Eli too, but I'm just like I've said, like maybe it was last week, like just let the legend stay behind that, you know, with that bad team behind that bad line and let him take the lumps and let the rookie watch or the young guy watch. It, it, they should have just gave Eli all of last season, or at mm -hmm. least until they were totally out of the hunt. That was my main issue. Yeah. And then Instead I also, of, what was it, week three? Yeah. And I also just didn't get all excited about what I saw from Daniel Jones because it was like, just wait. I, I kept saying to you because you were like, Danny Dimes, Danny <laughs> Dimes. And I'm like, just It was wait. just funny. Just, it, it was. Right. It was just like, oh, so now I became out and played good. And everybody was losing their mind. Like, yeah, against yeah. bad teams. And then, but you know, you already knew. Hit. Exactly. Reality hit. And it was like, see, people, you should have let him watch. Let Eli struggle through the year and go out and, you know, kind of in his little kind of blaze, not a blaze of glory because they wouldn't have won. Just but, you know, go out and then you let Daniel Jones come in this year or towards the end of last year. You know what I mean? And and we're going to get into what they're going to do with Tua in Miami, and I kind of think it's a mm, little yes. bit of a mistake. But anyways, hold, we'll, we'll hold off on that. But yeah, I mean, I'm starting to feel bad for Daniel Jones. I might have to ease up. Well, wait, we talk because Miami's on the bye this week. Oh, they are. All yes. right. Well, then. So let's we could talk just talk about, about that, that real quick. So, so if you didn't hear, if you've been living under a rock for 
uh, how many days? Like two? <sighs> yeah. Two days? <laughs> two days. If you took a vacation under a rock for some reason. If you didn't look at your phone, and, and you know, I guess this wasn't huge news for everybody, but to yeah, us, obviously it was for big. For Miami, especially, right? And don't get us wrong. I actually like Tua a lot. Yeah, I love Tua. But Fitzpatrick was playing really good. And I, I know... didn't feel bad for him. Like you saw like his response, right? Yeah. He was like, I felt like this was my team and really broke my heart. And But it, he is going to be there and he's going to support Tua. Mm-hmm. But it just sucks when you're playing that good. You just won two games by like twenty over 24 points each. You kick the piss out of the 49ers, which obviously we loved. Yeah. And then you get benched. <laughs> and it's like, I get it. Tua is more talented. He's the future. And they're three and three. And I guess they're I guess their feeling is if we put him in and we make a playoff run, who are we more likely to go farther with? Yeah. If Tua plays good, then you're more likely to go farther with Tua. And I, I don't disagree, but I feel bad for Fitzpatrick. And I yep. also feel bad for, or I don't feel bad, but I think that it sends a message to your team, especially veterans, that you could be playing good, but they could just rid of you. Just get rid of you because, oh, well, we have this time. young guy who might maybe be better. Because they're, they're polishing some rookie or <clears throat> some second year guy yeah, to come I, in and be a beast and i do believe like like Tua is gonna be better not maybe yes and then i know that fitzpatrick has a history of he can play good for a few weeks and then totally go off the rails but then you could have just waited yeah by week then he comes back and maybe they lose and then you decide but not off a win like i just feel like you do it off yeah. a win or two straight two wins two straight big wins and then you make the decision it just, yeah it just looks bad and it yeah it just didn't seem right, but I'm rooting for Tua too. So yeah. I don't want him to to fail at exactly. all. I hope that he's really good. Like, and oh, like, and oh. hey, maybe you know it. It would be awesome if he plays so good and the Dolphins win the division. Like you yeah. picked the Bills, I picked the Patriots. No, it's the Dolphins and Tua. That I mean, it would be That'd a crazy, be crazy story. But yeah, I feel really bad for Fitzpatrick. So now back to no more Fitzpatrick. The, I know. Back to the schedule for week seven. We have the Lions taking on the Falcons in Atlanta. <laughs> okay, That's so a fun I just game. said, I'm like, I don't know who the, the Falcons play. So, you know, and uh, it's the Lions. Oh, this is a toss up for me. Should I do it's it? It's close. Should I pick the Falcons even though? Is this the time? Episode 11? Mark it down in the history books? Man, I said I can't pick the Lions because they're the Lions, but I can't pick Matt Ryan. Ugh. You know, if there were, if the Falcons Flip were a coin playing, in your head. No, if the Falcons were playing the Jets or the Giants, I'd pick them. But they're playing the Lions, so I'm picking the Lions. Oh, we could have had history in the making. Could have, would have, should have. Um, this one's hard. Matt Ryan will find a way to choke it away. He will, but I, I mean, mean Stafford they and they Ryan destroyed the Vikings. Of- so I'll I'll give him a chance. But I'll is, go the Falcons. Is Stafford but... much, or is Stafford? I shouldn't say much better. Is he better than Cousins? Hmm. Yeah, he is. I think Stafford and Ryan are kind of the same level. I think Cousins is a little bit below. 
Yeah. You can, I guess fair. you could make the argument they're all on the same level. Some people would I was going to say, no say I'd put them in, like, if we're making, like, tiers or something, like, I think they'd be in the same tier. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I'm still going with the Lions because they got 97 running backs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's it going to be this week? Peterson? Swift? Who knows? Johnson? And then you have the battle of the Ohio teams, the Bengals hosting the Browns. Browns, because the Bengals, ben- are, Bengals they're, aren't they're, a good they're team. under 500, so the Browns will I'll go with the Browns, but watch like Joe Burrow's going to go crazy this game well, or they, something. They played already, right? And they almost won, didn't they? Didn't they play no, Thursday they night? They played a Thursday night game. They did. Yeah, they did. And, then, and, they, and the Bengals almost won that game. And it's in Cincinnati. All right, are you changing your mind? I'm still going with the Browns. I was just... You know what? Yeah, I'll give it to the Bengals. All right. I'll go hey, Burrow. Hey. And next week, if you try to throw that one in my face, I'm going to punch you in the face. You said because... that. You said something like that before, but then you didn't really do anything. Oh, one minute. Got to pause this. <laughs> just a sec. My son needs to get hurt. Okay, just kidding. I didn't say you said that. I said something like that. Oh, okay. Now he's like, wait a minute. I don't actually want to get punched. <laughs> I'm telling the truth. <laughs> all right, all right. It's only because then... I'm, I'm afraid of your mother. That's the only reason. <laughs> This one should be a good game. The Titans and the Steelers. Oh, yeah. It is in Tennessee. Battle of unbeatens, huh? Yeah, they are. are I know. They, wait, funny. are the Steelers unbeaten? Did they, did they lose? I thought they were unbeaten and then they won. I don't remember. Well, see, that's what I did before. Remember, I was like, this, I, I forgot that the Steelers yeah, were yeah, unbeaten yeah. And, then they, and then they won. So, yeah, they're still unbeaten. Why are you messing with me? See, I... Uh, no, I'm going to punch you. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. I'm going to give it to Tennessee. Yeah, I think I'm leaning towards Tennessee too. But yeah, this should be a good game though. I hope that one's on TV. CBS. CBS. Yeah. So then we have New Orleans and Carolina. Panthers and Saints. Ooh, uh, Bridgewater. The Saints are going to be without prove, Michael Thomas again. He wants to prove that he should have been the quarterback all year last season with the yeah, Saints. Don't give the job back to Breeze. What happened? What happened? You guys lost. You guys lost. You could have won with Bridgewater. He's coming in, and he's going to beat you guys in New Orleans. Mm. And you're going to be like, who that? Teddy, that who? I think they'd know. I'm going with the Panthers. Only because I just did all that. I'm going to go with the Saints. It'll be interesting because, you know, they still don't have Michael Thomas. And then someone, I don't know where, now there's rumors talking about Michael Thomas. The Saints could listen to offers from Michael Thomas. I'm like, okay. Why? Sure. Did he do something during this time off? Well, I mean, you know, because they benched that one week because of the, he got into the altercation. Oh, oh he's ruffling feathers. But he's turning still, into Antonio like, They're not going to trade you know, Michael he, Thomas. He there's got no all way. those catches, all those touches, and he's turning into Antonio Brown, like, I'm the most important person in the world. And so, yeah, I mean, I guess. But, you know, it might end up being better for him in a way just because Breeze is getting older. And what happens when Breeze retires? Jameis comes in. Yeah, it's Jameis or it's or it's Taysom Hill. No, Jameis had the eye surgery, so it'll be better. Well, okay, yeah. But, I mean, I know you're saying that and you don't, you know, you don't know. I don't know. And that's what I'm saying. Like, nobody knows. So maybe he gets traded into a better situation. Not a better situation. I think staying with the Saints right now is the better situation. 
but for his future, maybe it's the better situation. Yeah. But I don't agree with him, you know, if he is acting like a diva receiver, like, just shut up, man. Just yeah. go. Why? What's to be unhappy about? When you're in there, he gives you the ball 10 times a game. Mm-hmm. Why are you whining? If you are, I don't if. know. He's and the then, one that said, you know, he's ruffling feathers. <laughs> I didn't say he was. I just yeah, said yeah, rumors were coming yeah, up. Rumors. That's all I said. All right. You're spreading rumors, gossip hound. I'm not. Okay. I know. I'm just kidding. And then Buffalo Bills taking on the Jets. Bills next. <laughs> next up. Yep. Cowboys and football team. Football team next. No, who's who's quarterbacking the football team this week? Kyle. Are they sticking with Probably. Kyle again? <sighs> they're I'm, they're in DC. Nah, I think the Cowboys will beat them. They they probably They'll should find a but... way. I, I mean, know. I kind of hope the Cowboys. I gotta. That the I feel. I feel obligated wins. to go with a football team every week, so am I gonna go football team? I I wouldn't mind the football team winning. I think the Cowboys will find a way to win this one. If they don't, I want, though, I want the football team to win so I could rejoice. I want them to win too. Not so you can rejoice. But Dang, you don't want me to rejoice. Nope. I want you to be sad. Wow. And weep and cry on your huge pillow. But uh, <laughs> I want to see the Dallas fans and just everything crumble. Cause like, remember you were <laughs> telling me how the players were talking about the coaching staff yeah. already. Like those rumors were coming out <laughs> and more so, rumors. Yeah, mo- I just want more of that because when it's Dallas, it's oh, yeah, isn't it always it's great Dallas. when it's the Cowboys. Yes. When all that stuff happens. So I, I love, Cowboys I, I love looking on, uh, I've been looking at a lot of like first take stuff. I love seeing Stephen a just having fun with the Cowboys every week when they lose. Yeah, exactly. And just everything I mean, happening. It's awesome. Not that I enjoy Stephen A. I mean, I don't have a huge problem with them, but I know that most people hate him, and <laughs> I can only watch so much of him. Yeah. But it's just all the stories that come out with the Cowboys. It's just, it's always fun when they're just, and I can, when they I get a, to that huge dysfunctional part of the I have season. a friend who's a Cowboys fan, so I could just laugh at him. Oh, yeah. There you go. And then... Deshaun Watson's got to take on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers Yeah, I in think, Houston. I think Rodgers is pretty pissed after what happened last week. So Probably. I think the Packers are going to go off and win that game. Sorry. I think so, too. Uh, sorry, Watson. Sorry. I, I think Houston, they're just in too deep of a hole. Yeah, exactly. Like Because their star was just like, well, it's going to be tough to bounce back from this. I like, wonder, Deshaun can only do so much, you know? Yeah, but I wonder, like, what's going to happen, like, if, if the fan base is going to kind of turn on him or if the ownership is going to say, Oh, maybe we need to go with a different quarterback. Like, you know, is it, are they going to be so bad that they're going to start talking about Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, like, no, man, keep Watson and Bill yeah, around him. You know, have they, they already season. did. And then for no reason, they yeah, just, traded away. They blew, blew it all up. So if you, if you want to, we lost in of, the playoffs. Look, if you want to get rid of somebody and I know people say, you can't get rid of him, but get rid of what? He's older. Let him go. You to can a make team the case, yeah, because in terms of he's older. Well, yeah, like do him a favor and trade him, get what you can for him, put him on a contender and get what you can for him. Then you also get rid of that contract and then you can build and hopefully have money for free agents next year, like something like that. Like I'm not saying it. I know he's a legend. I'm not saying it like you shouldn't keep your legend, but maybe. Ask him, go to him, say, would you like to go to a contender? Like, maybe not just straight up trade him because maybe that pissed him off. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, 
maybe maybe he wants that. Maybe he would appreciate that. That's all I'm saying. Calm down. Don't attack me, Texas fans. Packers are going to win. Yes. <laughs> and then the Vegas Raiders going to take on Brady's Buccaneers. Uh-oh, Vegas is mad because, you know. So, and then obviously with the Buccaneers, he's not going to play this week, but they signed Antonio Brown. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So first, yeah, we're like everything was coming up that the Seahawks were interested in him. So, and me and you were both like, heck no, 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 no. no. And then out of nowhere, it was like, oh, so the Buccaneers are like working him out and they're gonna, yeah, thank you, Bucks. They're already close for getting him out. So that happened. We're like, okay, sigh of relief. But why? But yeah, it's the same situation because with us, it's like we have our receivers producing, we have Lockett, we have DK, we have more who's stepping up this year. Our tight ends are healthy right now. We have established weapons. The Buccaneers have established weapons. They have Mike Evans. They have Chris Godwin. You have you have Gronk. You have even, OJ Howard. And then you saw what those other receivers that they have were doing against the Packers. They had that. They were Brady loves that uh, Scotty Miller guy. Yeah. So like, why do this? To, I mean, you're you're still trying to get. From what that- I saw, Brady was advocating for it. Yeah, no, I know that, but I'm just saying like, okay, so you're already trying to, you know, Brady's still trying to learn this new offense and he's still trying to get to know the players that he has. And they're, you know, you're six weeks into the season. And so now you can, you can say, okay, now you're really getting a feel. Now you're going to bring in another guy who hasn't a history with having an attitude problem and being a diva. Because and he needs targets. And you're going to bring him in to this mix that you're just starting to you click. Know, click. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to bring in Antonio Brown. Nobody sees how this could be an absolute disaster. Like you guys, there's no way you should have done this. No. Uh, how is Evans going to feel about this? How is Godwin going to feel about I, this? I really do feel that. You know, so yeah, I, Mike, look, Ev- Mike look, Evans is I'm my totally dude. fine with it being a disaster because it's not the Seahawks. And, but I'm just saying like, I can't help but sit there and go, why would you do this? Why would you possibly sabotage your season? I'm not, I don't look at it like the people, same thing with, with the Chiefs when they're like, we got Le'Veon and people are like, oh, this is like a video game and they get all excited. I'm like, no, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. This isn't a video game. In a video game, you don't have to worry about that stuff. You trade for all those guys and you're in control and you can set the difficulty to low so you can do whatever you want to do or you can put the minutes, you can keep the difficulty high but put the minutes higher. <laughs> you know, you can yeah. do all these things to make it all work. But this is real life where attitudes and, you know, your ego and all that play a role. Now, if injuries happen, yeah, I get it. Evans and Godwin have been battling injuries, but they've been playing. And if they get mm-hmm. healthy and they're fine and Antonio Brown's taking their targets, maybe they're mad or maybe because they're healthy, he's not getting his target. So he's mad. You could say, well, you can just cut him. Well, yeah, but you've still messed with the chemistry, which is fine with me because the Buccaneers can suck. But like mm-hmm. I said, I just do that when these things happen. I can't help but be like, why Analyze would you do it. this? Yeah, exactly. It just, yeah, but then again, hey. Oh, so anyway. they're taking on the Raiders. Yeah, this uh, week. Let's actually talk about the game. <laughs> but you know, we had to get into that because it is a big, it is big news. I'm gonna say, part of me, they're in Vegas, so part of me wants to go with the Raiders. I'm gonna go with the Raiders, and here's why. Remember, the Raiders are one of the teams that everybody said 
Brady was going to go to. And remember, it was like they didn't believe in Carr. And they're going to they're gonna sign Brady because of Carr. Carr wants to prove that he should be the quarterback. Not prove that he's better than Brady because obviously, I mean, he's not better than Brady. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody's going to say that. But he just wants to prove, you know, they should have wanted me back the whole time. Yeah. So that's what that's why I'm gonna pick them. Um, I'll go with the Raiders Watch too. Watch him fail miserably. <laughs> oh god, he throws like four interceptions. He has a Kirk Cousins right, game, right. like Kirk Cousins against the Falcons this past All week. Right, let's blow through these other ones because we got the Hawks to talk about. Okay, so Kansas City Chiefs versus Denver Broncos. Oh, yeah, that's Chiefs. Come on. Well, I mean, that's a division game, right? They lost their last division game. I know, but I'm saying <laughs> ah, Chiefs. Yeah, agreed. Sorry, Denver. 49ers at New England. The Patriots. Cam's back, right? Yeah, but he didn't play good last week. They didn't look good last week. Sure. And he was back. But, but I mean, Niners are still pretty banged up. Yeah, and they're in New England, so I'll go with New England. I, I want them to win and, because yeah, and San I want Francisco. Them to win. Yeah. And then, oh man, the Chargers and the Jaguars. Oh, snap. Oh, Chargers. It's Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm picking Chargers. I'll go with the Chargers. I know we're going to talk about Seattle for a minute, so that's why I wanted to just yeah. blow through those. And plus, I don't have anything to say about it. And then, yeah, our Sunday night game, which I got wasn't. And so, yes. All right. Hey, I'll let, I'll let you get it. So, I, uh, I'll just I explain love real quick. that they play. Oh, no, go ahead. So, originally, the Raiders game was going to be the night game. But all of a sudden, their entire starting offensive line, plus their safety, Jonathan Abram, all got put on the COVID list. And this was during their bye week as well. So, they moved their game to 1 o'clock, and they flexed the Seattle Cardinals game to the to primetime. Which I like I love that Seattle's playing in primetime. You know, it's that exposure and all that stuff. But I hate it because I work early for your perspective, right? So for me personally, I was so mad because I can't sleep when they play night games. Like I I'm still thinking about the game, win or loss. I'm either angry or I'm super pumped up and I can't turn my brain off. And I have to get up at like three in the morning. So when they play at night and the game's not over until 8.30 or 9, and then I'm up until like 11 just thinking about it. And I can't, And then if I fall asleep and I wake up, it pops into my head and I cannot sleep. So when it got flexed, I was like, no, I'm not going to be able to sleep. If you had played at 1, I would have hours to get over it or like if they lost or analyze everything before uh-huh. I had to go to sleep. So anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but obviously – I always said I'm going to pick Seattle every game, but this is going to be a tough I think game. out of the all the games up to this point, I'm like, if we lose this game, I won't be I won't be shocked. shocked. I, you know, I'll be, it will suck, but it'll I be can't like, say well, I won't be mad because obviously it depends on how it happens right. if they lose. But yeah, I mean, I'm picking them, but yeah, yep. this is going to be a good game. Murray, and I mean, come on, our secondary has been awful. I mean, our defense has been awful. I shouldn't say mm-hmm. our secondary has been awful. Our defense has been awful. And you got and we Kyle- don't have Jamal back. We do have Jordan Brooks back, but Jamal Adams isn't back yet. Yeah. So we've only had, like, I saw a tweet the other day where, like, the secondary, Adams, Diggs, Griffin, and Dunbar, they've only played one game together, one full game together, because Diggs got ejected the second game. And then the injuries happened. So, and, and we're not going to see it this week. So, nope. yeah. So, that's like, thank thing. goodness you know, we, we have Ryan Neal. No, we had the up. bye. And so we got a little bit healthier. Not Adams, obviously. Snacks could play. No, we'll see, you know, who I don't the think he's playing this are. week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't know for sure. Yeah. We don't think so. But 
we're gonna see what happens when you know the inactives. We could see. Uh, we had signed a actives. I could say it. I could say the damn word. We had signed Demarius Randall. I think we just activated him to the active roster, so it looks like he'll play. Yes, and you know, coming off the bye, they could watch a lot of tape. They could work on some things. So you know, you would hope that they're better. But this matchup, you're like, oh, I don't know if they're gonna be better. <laughs> you know. So, but if It'll the be. offense can produce against their defense, which their defense has historically given us problems. So, yeah, like this is going to be a tough one. I'm still picking the Hawks because I always believe in Russ and the offense, and I just think they can they can get it done, mm -hmm. but it's going to be tough. Yeah. Go Hawks. And then, last but not least, well, kind of, the Monday Night Football kinda. game, <laughs> the Rams and the Bears. In LA, game. I I hope the Bears and and Nick can pull yeah. this off. I'm rooting for them, but I'm gonna pick the Rams. You know, I don't know. I I don't know. I can't pick. I can't decide. <laughs> uh, I because I want the Bears to win. I'm gonna pick the Bears. And mm -hmm. yeah, that's my reason. <laughs> Boom! Get enough for me. I, I mean, it's a toss up for me. I really do think it's a toss up. I don't see either one being. Like significantly out. better than the other at this stage. Yeah. But we are seeing, you know, you can look at certain teams. Like, like go to the division, the standings real quick. Let's look at. You can kind of Update our division standings as of right now. I mean, we know, like, anybody in the NFC uh, East is garbage. So somebody's going to win that division, but. They're trash. We know so that the Jets see. are trash. The Patriots, you know, we're kind of still trying to determine are they good or not. Same with the Dolphins. Are they? <laughs> this is... I just saw this. I wanted to say. Oh well, okay, never. So the Bears are first at five and one in their division. The Rams are tied for second at four and two, and I think because of uh, like tiebreaker, the Rams will be third at four and two in our division. That's absurd. Yeah, it, it's crazy how some of the divisions are. You, I mean, look at that. <laughs> let's go. Let's go to NFC the East. NFC got, East. The two leaders, the Eagles and the Cowboys, are two and four. Eagles are two four and one. Oh yeah, they're two four and one. Yeah, they had the tie. Right. I forgot about that. So technically, they're you know, they're in first. And plus, they, oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, man, what a horrible, horrible division. Yeah, one of those are gonna make it. One of those teams are gonna make it. And so now, you know, we talked about. I didn't like the whole seven, the adding of a team. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I still don't, but for all those people who, if we didn't have it, oh, that division would have drove everybody nuts. Like they And they still do. That would have missed it. I know. They're like, we should have eight teams because they shouldn't be in. Like, no, 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 no. But yeah, that's, I mean, just think about it though. Whoever plays them should have an easy win. They should, should. have an easy win. It's going to be funny. The Eagles, if they are the team like last year and, and, but then they get healthy and they start playing good right at the end. They made it with only six wins. And then they go on a run. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That would just be. Oh, man. But, yeah, that's just hilarious. But you can kind of see, you know, at this point, I mean, who's really bad and has no chance. There's a couple. And you also can tell who's really, really good. And then you've got the ones you're not so sure about yet. Oh, okay. Oh, so I see uh, this update on the Raiders. Most. Most of their offensive linemen got taken off the COVID list. So that's why the game is so moved to all like of them, Tuesday. 
All of them minus uh, Trent Brown. Trent Brown was the one who uh, started assuming, the whole thing. Yeah, he must have tested positive, and the rest <sighs> of them were just in close contact with them. They were like, you so, guys like to give big man it, it doesn't say Abram was taken off, though, so I wonder. Oh, 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 all right, well, that's a, that's our football talk. Yes, that is football this Go week. Hawks. Now we're going to, you know, even though the NBA season is over, we're going to kind of go back, about talk a little bit about our our lists from last week. All right. All right, all right, all right. So last week, as as some of you know, we did our top 10 NBA players of all time, and I'm sure Woo. most people didn't agree with it. But Hey, later you can tweet <clears throat> us about it. Yeah, when we give out oh, – we'll just do it now. So so my Twitter handle is at Jerumparump, J-E-R-U-M-P-A-R-U-M-P. Mine is at Jalen M-G-N. J-A-L-E-N, M-G-N. So yeah, you know, tweet at us. Tell us how you think we're absolutely crazy. But the reason why I wanted to go back to this is there are so many things. Like, I could talk about this stuff forever. You guys don't understand. I have so much stuff in my head when it comes to, you know, what qualifies and what people should talk about. Or not what they should, but just there's just so many variables and so many things that you can talk about that you got to take into consideration when you're talking about greatness in general, but also the greatest and what people should think is who belongs criteria, Mm -hmm. just all these things. So there's so much that I didn't get to because I didn't want to talk for too long. Yeah. And I still talked for too long. (laughs) So I'm going to talk a little more about it. So things, you know, I didn't there, you know, so many rule changes that, that happen, you know, you go back, People always say like you can't talk like with, about uh, Shaq. Well, yeah, there's there's one. So people will say, "Why do I have Shaq above Kobe?" They might ask. Well, because rules got changed to help limit Shaq. Rules didn't get changed to limit Kobe. If anything, the rule changes that happened helped Kobe. But they they brought in zone into the NBA because of Shaq. Mm-hmm. So you could double him quicker and you could literally put like they had to change the rule later but they allowed people they allowed like two people to guard Shaq without the ball and they didn't have to be like now you have to be like arm distance away or you have to you, like you you have you can't be too close to another guy mm-hmm. that uh, that somebody's already guarding so they were practicing social distancing before it was popular <laughs> right but with Shaq when they first brought zone in you could literally have two guys standing there guarding him so mm. they so they wouldn't pass in the ball. Like it was things like that that helped limit Shaq in a way. And there are a lot of people who are like, well, that's exactly why he's in my top ten or even maybe top five. But you know, for me, like I said, I still had him at eleven. I still think Shaq should have been better than he was. And so that's why. And and not because of the rules. Like he could have kept kept himself in a little bit of better shape. He could have tried not to you know, I don't want to say get injured too much because that some guys you just some people just can't like, mm-hmm. I mean, Bird at the end of his career, like he got hurt. His career got shortened because of injuries like, you know, but anyway, so rule changes. You can even go back farther. The way people dribbled traveling, uh, what, yeah. what constituted an assist like way back in the day, like if you dribbled the ball one time, then the guy who passed you the ball didn't get an, an assist, you know, and then like dribbling. You couldn't turn the ball over at all back in the day. So people will watch highlights and they'll say, look how they dribble and look how they did that. 
Well, that's because the rules wouldn't allow them to. Yeah. So if you took that guy and you put him in today's game, you took like Koozie. Yeah, maybe he is putting it through his legs and doing all this, you know, just behind his back doing all this stuff that he wasn't doing because they didn't allow him to do that back then. So, uh, you know, you're going to hold that against him. Like, yeah, that's not his fault. So there's all these different things that when it comes to rule changes and also, you know, I didn't talk about like basketball IQ. Like that's something that's not measured. You can't look at that statistic. Like, like Larry Bird to me is probably the smartest basketball player ever, you know, but obviously magic smart basketball player, you know, really smart Jason Kidd, LeBron, you know, there's guys that you're just like, man, that guy was just, just always knew. Yeah. And then, you know, I didn't really talk about luck and timing. And what do I mean by that? Well, timing, like, so I think that Jordan's title run happened, runs happened at the perfect time. Bird and Magic, you know, Bird got hurt. And then, and and actually, I shouldn't even say Jordan. I should say the Pistons. Theirs happened at the perfect time, if you think about it. Because if Bird's back doesn't go out, and, and then luck comes into play too. And Len Bias dying, if Len Bias doesn't die and Bird's back doesn't get destroyed, do the Pistons win two in a row? Or Not do they, two. Or do they hold them off? You know? Yeah. Because I don't see how they beat the Celtics, if even if just Len Bias doesn't die. But also, you know, Bird's back. Can they defeat the Celtics? And then also, like, let's say McHale's foot. Those are just bad luck things that all happen. And, and then again, like with the Lakers, the Lakers seem to have all the good luck in that rivalry during that time. Yeah. While the Celtics had the bad luck. And that's also the reason why I put Bird over Magic. Because again, they had like all this bad luck that just happened. And yet they still did what they did. And Larry Bird still did what he did. Not to take away what Magic did. Because like I said, to me, they're the two best players of all time. They're my favorite players to watch. Like, to you know go back and just not my magic's not one of my favorite players but just to watch those guys play one of your favorite rivalries oh it's the greatest rivalry rivalry? in sports history yeah (laughs) it's amazing like forget uh yankees and red Sox or anything else to me that's just it's the greatest it uh just going back thinking about it watching highlights i love it it just it's amazing i just love the way they play but i give bird the edge because you know he didn't have kareem on his team he didn't have another mm-hmm. top eight player all time or you can even kareem. say top five you know a lot of people I have almost those, did that. most people have those two in their top five and i totally understand you know and they played together now you could say oh kareem wasn't in his prime at that time but he was still but i mean kareem is kareem exactly so, so you know that that little bit of luck and then the timing like i said i was kind of using jordan there because bird and magic were definitely still on their way out like jordan beat magic and the lakers for his second title i believe was it his second or was it his first dang it i want to say it was his second but i could be wrong it might no it was his second the the switch hands ah damn it i got that confused but anyways that was still the end of Magic. It was it was awesome yeah. that Magic got him there. That's a 
credit to Magic. You know, there was no Kareem on that team, and he got them yeah. to the finals. You know, it was an, a credible season by them, but they didn't have no chance to beat that Bulls team. He was just too old at that time. But were those Bulls teams better than those earlier Laker teams? I don't think so. I would. Some people say, oh, the, you know, the 72-win Bulls team is the greatest team of all time. Uh, I think they get demolished by like the 87 Lakers or the 86 Celtics. I don't, but I know it's a, it's a debate. Mm-hmm. We can, people can debate it. But, you know, who else? People talk about all the greats that Jordan beat in those finals. Other than Magic, who had a ring. But, that again, he was old. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, he should have beat them. Those greats in their prime that he beat, none of them guys got rings. None of those guys mm-hmm. were champions. Malone so, and Stockton. So, you know, that timing was just perfect. Like, it just, he was the best player out of all those guys. He didn't have a rival. He didn't have that guy like Bird and Magic or like Russell and, and Wilt, which, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's just because he was just better than, you know, there, he just has, some people would say he just has no rival. He has no peer. He has no equal. But I don't agree. I think if he was playing, if his prime lined up with Bird and Magic's prime, because I was going to say if he was playing when they were playing, he was. They, you know, Bird <laughs> beat him in the first round a couple times, sent him home, you know, but that was early in his career and Bird was in his prime. So, and, you know, those Bulls teams weren't good enough. Mm-hmm. But if, if everything was equal, we put everybody together, you know, how good are they all on the same level? Like, I think those top eight guys that, you know, that I said that met that criteria. Yeah, I think they're all on the same level. Those eight guys are the greatest. That's why I said any order. So, yeah, I mean, what else was I going to talk about? Coaching. Coaching. Yes. How important is coaching? Because five of those top eight guys played for people who were considered the greatest coaches of all time. Mm -hmm. Right? You know, Phil Jackson, Red Arbaugh. Popovich and Pat Riley. Yeah. The only three players who didn't play for for one of those guys are Bird, LeBron, and Wilt. Yep. Does that make any difference to anyone? I'm not saying it makes a difference to me. I'm just asking. Does it? Yeah. How many of those guys won without? I think Kareem won without Pat Riley, and so did Magic because their first championship I think was Paul Westhead. And then nice. Kareem won with the Bucks, so yeah, so they did, and that. But Jordan never won without Phil. And Duncan obviously. And no. Duncan never won without Pop. So and then Russell never won without Arbaugh. Or no, 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 that's not true because he coached them to a championship. So yeah, that's not true. I mean, he coached, oh, yeah. he, he coached himself. He did everything. <laughs> he, he was like, I can do this myself. What am I talking about? So, so yeah, I mean, but does that matter? I mean, it, it, I think it matters a little. I think it's one of those things. Like, you know, we talk about, like, I have my criteria. But there was the other things that, you know, there's iconic moments that guys have. Like, you know, people who put Kobe you know, in the top 10 or, or say he's one of, you know, who would say that he's one of the greatest or the GOATs that he deserves to be up there where we didn't put him, they would say, well, look at all these moments. Well, they all have iconic moments. Mm -hmm. So that's why I didn't put that up there. I think coaching falls into that, like into like all NBA stuff and all that. That's just one of those 
other accomplishments that are great. Coaching is just like, yeah, I mean, it does help. Maybe that's what, you know, when you take those eight, maybe that's the reason you put one over the other. Like, is that part of the reason maybe I have Bird at number one? I don't know. Maybe. I'm like, oh, he didn't have Pat Riley. Like, you know, I just, to me, it's really just like, when I really think about it, and I, like I said, if I put them all in the same time, I want Bird. I want him leading my team over all you guys. I'm extremely confident that he's going to do it, that his team is going to beat LeBron's team. His team is going to beat Magic's team or Jordan's team. You know, that, that's just how I feel. But, you know, I think that all those reasons are fine for people to separate them. Yeah. You know? But everybody's just like, nope, it's Jordan or nope, it's LeBron now. Or, mm. or nope, it's it's Kareem or or it's Bill because he has, you know, eleven. I should say Russell. People are like Bill, 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 Bill. We don't know him as Bill. Well, his name's Bill. And then I just had like other, just notable things I wanted to kind of talk about, just to kind of show because some people maybe they don't like some of the names on our list even being on there, like let alone. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because, you know, they have, you know, people have favorites and they just, like, when they've watched, like, when they were born and, like, yeah, the time exactly. frame of when they've watched basketball and who they've seen. Yeah, exactly. People like Durant, Durant Harden, Steph, like, they, they feel they deserve to be up there. So I was looking up some stuff, like, okay. So my criteria was players who had, you know, multiple championships, MVPs, and finals MVPs. Yep. So then I just want to look at, okay, well, who has the most MVPs and rings? Throw <laughs> I just threw something across the room. Whoa. Accidentally. He was, are you mad at this criteria or something? I'm just waving my hands like a madman. Uh, <laughs> so who has the most MVPs, regular season MVPs and rings combined? Because some people might say finals MVPs don't matter that much. So Bill Russell has the most MVPs and rings combined. He has 16 of them. Kareem has 12. Jordan has 11. Magic and LeBron are at eight. Tim Duncan and Bob Cousy are at seven. Bob. And then Larry Bird, Wilt Chamberlain, and Kobe Bryant have six. And then Shaq has five. And so all those names other than Cousy were in our top 12 players ever. And so if you think that, like, for some reason, Bird didn't belong up there, this should kind of show you that he does. <clears throat> People will say, oh, that shows Kobe belong. But the thing about the Kobe and Shaq thing, well, Kobe, Shaq, and Kuzi. So everybody would pr pretty much agree that Kuzi shouldn't, shouldn't be anywhere near the top 12. Right. right? I, think, yes. I think almost everybody would say that, even though I would say the rules and all that, maybe his stats were even way better. Mm -hmm. but I do agree he doesn't deserve to be anywhere on here. But he shares something in common with Kobe and Shaq, and I think this highlights why they're not in my top 10, even though I do think they're in that 9 to 12 range. Any, if you put Kobe or Shaq 9 and 10, I have zero problem with that. The reason why they're not in that top 8 and they're not in that GOAT conversation, Kuzi, Shaq, and Kobe all are the only ones out of all those players that I had named that only have one MVP. Everybody else has 
You know, Duncan has only two, but everybody else has three or more. Mm-hmm. And then they have all their rings. So I, I just think the multiple is very important. So then I wanted to see who had the most combined MVPs, rings, and finals MVPs. So Jordan has the most with that because he has 17. But that's mm-hmm. also because the finals MVP didn't exist in Russell's day. So he's only one behind at 16. He would probably have had more. Yeah. Just like I said, he, I put him and Wilt in that criteria because I'm going to assume out of the 11, he was going to win at least two. Yeah. But anyways, he's at 16. Kareem's at 14. LeBron's at 12. Magic's at 11. Duncan's at 10. Bird, Shaq, and Kobe are at eight. And then Wilt Chamberlain's at seven. And I will say that Wilt Chamberlain, I, I gave him one more to be in that GOAT criteria because it didn't exist. So I'm just going to say eight for him too. So you got Shaq, Kobe, Bird, Chamberlain, all at eight for the sake of this argument. So again, it shows that Shaq and Kobe are, they're really good, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> they're, they're up there. They're, yeah, they're greats. They're greats. But again, everybody on that list, they're the ones with one regular season MVP. But they're great. Then uh, I wanted to see how many players did all three of those things in the same year. And that only 10 players have done that. So those players are Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, LeBron James, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, Tim Duncan, Hakeem Olajuwon, Shaquille O'Neal, Moses Malone, and Willis Reed. So you'll see there's no, you know, Kobe on there. There's no... Well, there's no Chamberlain or Russell, again, because the award didn't exist, or it did at the end of Chamberlain's career. But there are names not on some of those other lists that, or that there's names that were on those other lists that isn't on this list. But there's also only three players who have done that multiple times in a season. Jordan did it four times, Larry Bird did it twice, and LeBron James did it twice. So I'm like, huh. So I get... Like, why am I saying all this? It's just interesting stuff to me. It just kind of shows like there's all these people, but you, all these players that have played, but there's only so many that have done some of these things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and there are these 12 players that are constantly on these lists. Mm-hmm. So, uh, these statistical lists. Yeah. So then what else did I? Oh, I, I found something on Larry Bird that I didn't know. He is the only player ever to have career averages of 20 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists per game. And he's actually at 24.3 points, 10 rebounds, and 6.3 assists. So I thought it was kind of crazy. I'm like, nobody's even at 10 or 20, 10, and 5, and he's at 24, 10, 24, and, 6. 10 and 6. Like, no, I know that's one of those obscure statistics. Somebody could say, well, LeBron's the only one at... 27 8 and 8 well and that's impressive like i'm I'm just saying like i just found that interesting i didn't know that i i pretty much know everything and stat there is about larry bird so when i found yeah. one i didn't know at all i was like really is that accurate and i couldn't find anything to dispute it so i'm mentioning it now so you're going along with it uh i and looked up undisputed. award shares and actually this just again this was just something that i saw and uh, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kareem, Larry Bird, and Magic are the top five in that order in MVP award win shares. Like that's pretty, mm. pretty crazy. 
Um, I saw this one website called Clutch Points. They did their top 50 NBA players ever, and their top 12 was the same as our top 12. Oh, wow, really? You know, different order. Yeah, yeah, just. And the reason why I'm saying this is... Who do they have at 9 and 10? Do you remember off the top of your head? No, I've got it. I just... So Jordan, LeBron, Wilt, Kareem, Bill, Magic Bird, Shaq. Duncan was 9, Kobe was 10 in theirs. So they actually had Shaq above Duncan, which I don't agree Mm. with. But, I mean, I could... I mean, I don't agree because of the criteria. I agree people saying it because they'd be like, well, Shaq in his prime was so this and that. And I'm like, yeah, but you forget how good Duncan was in his prime. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, based on my criteria, like I said, that's my criteria. I like the fact that this top 12 is still the same top 12 and they had magic and bird. Just like I said, they should always be next to each other. Yeah. If you have magic above bird, that's fine. They did. But birds right behind them. Then like there's a complex, uh, website they did their top 12 again it was the same 12 but this one was uh jordan lebron kareem magic this one they had it different kobe shaq bird wilt oh, russell man. duncan oscar hakeem but i just i was saying it because the top 12 like, yeah if you think we're crazy and i didn't look at any of this stuff before we did it mm-hmm. we did it first then i kind of looked this up i'm like it's the same top 12 like the reason why i have my criteria is like I've explained it numerous times and then, you know, like I said, then we get up into there and how do we separate, how did I separate those top eight that could be in any order? And that's how I did it. You might not agree, but just know that I don't have a problem with your top eight. If it's those eight guys in whatever order you put it in more power to you. Mm-hmm. So then this last thing I stumbled upon, I just thought was interesting. It was career stats, your combined career stats points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, and turnovers. So they add them all together. And I'm and other than turnovers, you subtract for turnovers because obviously that's bad. And who were the top 15 ever? Now, this is not just people who have retired now. So there's some current players in there. So keep in mind that theirs will probably go down. Yeah. And some other greats might move past them. So the top 15 were... Number one was Michael Jordan. No, no surprise, right? 42.0. LeBron James was second at 40.8. Kareem was third at 40.2. Larry Bird was fourth at 40.0. 40 exactly. Mm. The only four players in history over 40. Isn't that... I just found that interesting. I didn't, wasn't expecting that. Anthony Davis is next at 38.5. Carl Malone at 37.8. Shaq and Kevin Durant are tied at 37.3. Hakeem Olajuwon comes in at 37.2. Charles Barkley, 36.9. Barkley. Then you get like Russell Westbrook, 36.6. I'm like, he's going to be falling off this list. Magic comes in at 36.3. David Robinson at 36.2. Allen Iverson, 35.4. And then James Harden at 35.1. And I believe that was the 15. Then I looked up a few other people just to, and I I added it up. Duncan is at 33.3. Kobe at 33.8, Moses Malone at 33.2. Mm. So, and people will, you know, people will try to rip this, but to me, this is pretty accurate because, yeah, like I said, Anthony Davis is, his is going to go down in time unless he retires early. Yeah. You know, and, and but then, you know, hey, the guys like that's AD, fine. He can do that. Like AD, like the people you named AD, Durant, 
Harden, Westbrook, they're all definitely gonna. It's just yeah. not gonna stay. Yeah, but how far? Yeah, like, they might exactly. not drop too far, and they might still be in the top ten. Because you know, AD, what you said, he was fifth, sixth. No, yeah, fifth. He was being yeah, first, so he's still so in a good fifth. spot. So like, if he falls, he could still be. Yeah, and same with like Durant. I don't expect Durant to fall too far off of this, but Westbrook, I could see falling off of this because just based off how he fell this last season, mm-hmm. he could keep just dropping, and. Harden, probably the same thing. Not yet. But, I mean, I could see, like, Kobe fans might say, well, he came in as a rookie, and he, you know, didn't get to start right right away like LeBron. And then towards yeah. the end that happened. But I'm like, yeah, but you could say, well, Larry Bird played with a bad back for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And you could say Kareem had a long career where at the end. And Tim Duncan, you know, he maybe he, he didn't play his last season. So you, we can nitpick like that all we wanted. I just thought that was very interesting. Again, like for me anyways, like, you know, I'm always trying to tell people how great Larry Bird was and that, yeah. that putting him like, even though a lot of people have him in their top 10, like when I see him not in the top eight or when I see him not in the goat discussion, it drives me crazy. I'm like, he is one of the goats of all time. Like he should be in the discussion every time. And this particular thing, I'm like combined stats and he's fourth and he's one of only four players over 40 and he's so the difference between him and jordan is you know two points Mm -hmm. but the difference between bird and magic is 3.7 it's a much bigger gap between him and magic than it is between him and jordan you know Mm -hmm. take and and now i'm i've said a million times bird and magic are the you know the same level level but I'm just pointing out that according to this, he's closer to Jordan than Magic is. Yeah. And everybody puts Magic above Bird pretty much. Yeah. And they think that people like me are crazy. And I'm saying, no, you're crazy, people. Larry Bird's the GOAT. You're telling them the my opposite. Opinion. <laughs> and he deserves to be in the conversation. But, you know, like mm-hmm. I said, I just wanted to tell, look kind of go back over that because I know people think, you know, me in particular, I'm probably crazy because I have bird up there. Like you've got LeBron and some people will at least oh, concede that. I'm interested to see that in particular because we have that out and I put LeBron at number one. I want to see if I get any tweets about putting okay. LeBron at I number one. I think people my age are going to be like, you know, no, you're crazy. You're crazy. I think people more your age are more accepting of it. And you know how I feel. I feel like there's more people in that conversation. It, you can say Wilt is the greatest. You can mm-hmm. say Russell's the greatest. You can say Duncan, Kareem, Magic. You could say all those guys are the greatest. It's not crazy. Yeah. You could say Bird is the greatest. It's not crazy if you actually know history and you actually look into it. If you just feed into the media or what, you know, if you just listen to me about Bird and said Bird was the greatest, that's not being informative and, and doing the research and looking it up and also living it. Like I lived it. If you didn't watch Michael Jordan play and you say he's the greatest, I kind of think you're stupid <laughs> because you didn't watch it. Now, maybe you did a ton of research. Now, if you if I know for a fact you did a ton of research, okay, you did a ton of research. But I don't yeah. mean just looked up some stats like I named at the end. Like I'm not just naming those. I watched Jordan's whole career. You know, I watch Bird and Magic in their prime, and that's my introduction into basketball. You know, now I can't say, I'm not going to say Russell or Wilt because I didn't see them. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to be my GOAT. You know, so as long as you're informed, it's fine. 
but don't tell me Kobe just because he's your favorite. Now, you can make a case, but I don't believe it's a good case. Not, not for the greatest. Top 10, yes. Like I said, nine. If you got him at nine or 10, I, I don't disagree. He's just not in mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so try not to take offense. But, you know, if you do, oh, well. <laughs> I don't really care. We already, we already <laughs> made our list, so, so yeah. now you got it. That's probably the last basketball talk we're going to have for a while, unless, you know, free agency or, yeah. or, or trades or, you know, all that stuff. Well, there was a little bit of a update I saw where they're aiming for a the start of the season in late December yeah. and to have a 72-game season. Well, so then we will be talking about basketball pretty mm-hmm. soon. But, yeah, I think – And then the draft is in November. That's when it's scheduled oh, to be. that's crazy. Free agency was actually supposed to start already. Yeah. But – yeah, it just hasn't gotten underway. So when all that happens, but yeah, for for a couple weeks, I should say, we'll we'll have more of a focus on football where we talk. Yeah, you know, get a little bit more in depth and pro wrestling, and pro wrestling. So yeah, don't really have much MC MCU news, but yeah, I mean DC. I guess I'll just throw that in at the end of this. Jared Leto is going to come back for a little bit of stuff in the Snyder Cut. Oh, snap. I know a lot of people do not care at all about that and totally hate him, but I've always wanted to see a little bit more of what he had yeah. for from Suicide Squad because I didn't feel like there was enough to really, for me, it wasn't enough to say he was awful. Yeah. I want to see, see more. We're going to get to see more, and maybe I'll be like, okay, you all were right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for uh, this week. Yes. Remember, you try to tweet at us if you want. At Comment Trump on the Rump. episode. Trump Rump at Jalen MGN. All right. We'll be Thank looking you for, for joining comments. us in our multiverse. Peace out, y'all.